This is an NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by Baseballism, a premium lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime. Baseballism is America's brand. Welcome back. This is episode 13 of Hitting Hard. I'm your host, Christian, and we are presented to you by Baseballism.com. Usually, I do this show live streaming on Twitter, but I wanted to bring in Stat Guy Rye with me here today. What up? Uh, We're going to be doing a little uh, end game podcast here. We're going to... we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame, which came out a week ago Thursday. This should be dropping Friday morning, so hopefully everybody's had a chance to see it yet. The movie's only made a billion dollars, so... Um, it's just absolutely nuts how much money... You know how much it costs to make this movie? I think 300... It's 400 million. Yeah. They made 350 million in just opening the, just weekend in America. in America. Yeah. What did you say they were at up to now? Two billion or something? Uh, what did I text you earlier? I don't know, dude. It is nuts. Uh, I've, ne- this I saw, is, I've never seen anything like this. I saw a tweet earlier today that the MCU in this 22 movies, right? Yeah. Have made a total combined $20 billion. It's like and, averaging a billion dollars a movie right now. And how much did Disney even buy Marvel for, remember? $12 probably. I don't know, man. But what'd you think, dude? It was four. They bought Marvel. Marvel. Uh, Disney bought Marvel for four billion dollars. Yeah, uh, th- I would shit. say it was a sound investment. Uh, they bought them for uh, four billion dollars in August of uh, two thousand nine, and the MCU started what in uh, late uh, summertime two thousand eight was yeah, it when Iron Man came out. Iron so I think they I think they recouped their money. <laughs> I think so. I think it was a good move by Disney. So Stack Guy Ryan and I were sitting down. We were bullshitting about the movie before we sat down to record episode 114 of the uh, NYY Sports Talk podcast last Sunday. And I said, you know what? Let's even though we did kind of get most of it out, I said, you know what? Let's sit down and let's actually record an episode of Hitting Hard where we talk about Avengers Endgame. It's it's literally the biggest movie ever. Definitely. It's got to be the biggest movie ever. There was I've never seen the way that you know, pre-sales and theaters selling out and lines and all, not for nothing. Dude, I went at 9.30 in the morning. On a Friday. On a Friday. Right? Yeah. 9.30 in the morning and it, the, the theater was packed. I always, my movie time to go is always 10 a.m. on a Saturday because it's usually empty. Right. You know, it's still early on a Saturday. People are out doing whatever. And I'm talking about the biggest blockbuster movies that have come out in the last decade. Have to Even for like The Dark Knight Rises, which to me was like the biggest hyped movie since uh, The Avengers, you know, since this whole... Yeah, I would definitely... Because I think even though The Dark Knight was better, I think the hype from The Dark Knight led to The Dark Knight Rises being a more hyped up movie right because even if i don't know if you agree with me or not i don't really remember hearing a lot about batman excuse me batman begins no and then all of a sudden somebody's like oh this new batman movie's out on dvd and i watched it i was like holy shit that's amazing yeah batman begins made its name more afterwards when it was on dvd and all that and then that's when that whole universe really took off so then the dark knight rises still was 
you know, half a theater. Infinity War was still probably, I, I guess, would be the next biggest movie for me because I'm not into Star Wars. I'm not into what's the one where the trolls walk in the woods. What? The little troll people walk in the woods. <laughs> troll people walk in the woods. Yeah, the guy uh, with the black hair. Oh, dude, the I'm ring, the a, ring. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't yeah, watch that. You? I don't watch Harry Potter. So for me, Star Wars was big in terms of hype. The new, the first Star Wars of this whole trilogy that they're doing now, that was pretty big in terms of hype. So, but not like this. And I would say Infinity War was probably Smeagol. You were describing them. <laughs> Infinity War was probably seventy percent full, but for uh, Endgame, full. You couldn't even remember you were because you went up to Boston last weekend. You're like, I have to see the movie before you go to Boston. Yep. And I was trying to find you showtimes and like everything was sold out. I never seen From anything 11, like that. Before. And, and they had like 24 hours worth of showings. Too, yeah, it was, theaters, like it was crazy. Comments. So I said, you know what? I haven't done my solo pod in a while because uh, it's just hard to do with the Yankees being back and everything. So I said, let's sit down. Let's do an episode of End, uh, of Hitting Hard where we where we talk about ending. Hell yeah. So initial reaction for me, I, I'm going to give it a number out of 10, and I want you okay. to give it out of, like out of 10. I like the initial. This is our initial Initial reaction, reaction out of 10. Walking out of the theater, I gave it a hard 7. I gave it a 9. You did. You were very. You. I liked it when I left. So you get. You have it at a seven, right? I have it at a seven left. right so now. So you were a little disappointed walking out of that theater. And here's why I'm a little disappointed about it. I don't like time travel movies. They. I love time travel. I can net and this and hey, you know what? You want to call me stupid that I can't follow. I can never follow the timeline of when they do time travel. No, I always get. I, I'm sick of people saying that. So you you can't believe the time travel, but you could believe a movie with superheroes and all that. No, it's, it takes. It's, yeah, but I like something in a straight line. Yes, Even if you got to do agree. a flashback here, a flashback there. Yeah, but but you know, like uh, they had to jump. How many times did they jump? Did they jump all six times? No, because three of the stones were in the same place. It was three different jumps. They went, they they traveled through time, three different timelines, New York, New Jersey, and then what was the they, third one? Uh, when Black Widow and uh, right, the Hawkeye stone, went to go get the soul. The hell and now. we should say that if you, and I don't know if I said this when I opened, if you haven't seen Endgame yet, yeah. don't listen to this pod because Turn there will off. be spoilers, okay? Definitely. Um. Yeah, they went to Vormir where Vormir, they had to it. they had to make the sacrifice. Um I somebody here's here's where the movie loses me to a degree. The time travel, although some parts of it were really cool. I liked how I'll call it bonus scenes where you got like bonus scenes of the initial Avengers. Yeah, movie. right, where you saw a scene from a different perspective or something. Or like what happened after they uh apprehended Loki, like that whole mm-hmm. scene. Like that stuff was cool. I like that too. Um but you know, like here's here's where where it loses me, right? I was supposed to read an article before I recorded this, but I didn't. It's supposedly it, it explains how old man Captain America is there at the end of the movie, but that loses me because at the end of the movie, is Captain America still back in 1943? No, the Captain America that we've watched, yes, in our universe that we've seen over these 22 movies, that was him back on that bench as an old man. 
which was kind of freaky how they did that because I don't think that was him playing the actor, but it was definitely like mixed with his voice or something. It didn't it really sounded, look like Chris Evans. It didn't look like him. Sometimes it would resemble him, but it sounded like him, like an old man Chris Evans. It was pretty creepy. But what I, what how I interpreted that was they sent him back to to deliver all the the stones, right? Yeah, yeah. And when he's up to the port point where he's at in New Jersey to return what, what what's the Tesseract, right? That was that stone. Yeah, that's where they got that from. When he that was probably the last one he did, right? So instead of then hopping back through the time friggin' portal thing, which would only take five seconds in the actual in real universe, time, yeah. right? He decides he's gonna live his life in that universe. And then he hops back. No, wait, but see, even when I'd say that, then it like, doesn't make any then sense. Like how, and how why did he, is he get back there? But how is he old then? Does, right, right. See, that's that's where it loses me because he should have been snapped back as his younger, as like five second later cat. Like, how did he get back there? I get why they did it because he has to give the shield to uh, Falcon. Right. Which they did a lot in this movie that kind of was more to set up their future installments like that seemed like it was more so they could have that whole Captain America and uh, the Winter Soldier because Loki retrieving the Tesseract was for his solo movie uh, because, show on uh, Disney Plus isn't the last scene in the movie him dancing with Peggy yes so which that's has why been like the central theme of his character like that was the arc yeah it's, which is fine dancing which with Peggy. I don't have a I don't have no problem with the movie ending like that with that being his swan song but <clears throat> and here but then why why is he back as an old man and then that's where we're led to that's where i get confused because then we're led to believe that he's still in 1940 or or nine or wherever he is yeah the more i think of i thought i had that figured out that he because just you see old man life. you see old man captain america he gives us the the uh the shield to sam right and then he um and then the last scene in the movie is him dancing with Peggy. So that, to me, the last scene in the movie, where, to me, I'm taking it as Captain America's living his life with his, with his girl. I just, dude, the, that, and that's kind of what where this movie got me. I, I left the theater absolutely loving it. And then the more I thought about all these little, you know, time travel loops that they might have created, it kind of took away from the movie because it's just, you got to... Like you need some sort of realism. I know it's stupid, but you need it to work in there within the universe. Yes. And I don't know if that worked. I thought it worked, but now I don't know. How I the hell did done, he get back on that bench? I could have done without the old man. I he could have he could have left the shield or done. There could have been some other way to get the shield to him, and then just the last scene in the movie, him with. Peggy, which would have been a nice ending right, for and him. then you would have been like, oh, he just stayed in that universe. He just stayed there. But now I'm confused. And I, like I said, I might have to read this article, maybe it clarified it, but it could have just, I don't know who wrote it. I doubt uh, the Russo brothers wrote this article, so right. it could be just more speculation, but um, there were there was only two mate, well, three if you want, well, four if you want to count Thanos twice, right? <laughs> what? Deaths? Deaths, right? Yeah, you had Thanos in the first 10 minutes, which was pretty awesome. See, when that happened, I thought this movie was going to grab you by the throat uh-huh. and never let go. And then it just it kind of it just kind of, you know, went on for a I little bit. I think when they introduced 2014 Thanos, kind of seeing what the Avengers are up to, yeah. that's when it kind of lost you a little bit when it really started to incorporate the time travel. 
because that that was a pretty you couldn't have predicted that that Thanos was going to be the villain again in this one. No, I always thought he was going to be the villain. I just didn't I, think they I were going to kill so. him in ten minutes into the movie. Right. I I thought they would have. I thought it would have been handled differently. Like it was more just them trying to retrieve the stones or something. I don't know. But I didn't think it would be a huge battle with it versus Thanos in the end. I didn't think it would. You know, Marvel movies always have that lightheartedness to the jokes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't, even though it did, and I did laugh a few times. I didn't want that in this movie. Uh-huh. I wanted it to be dark and somber because half the universe just died. Half of their friends are missing, you know, and they're they're wisecracking. Yeah, you're right. Now that I think of, there was a few uh, too many wisecracks in there. Uh, considering well, the two big deaths were Black Widow mm-hmm. and um, obviously Iron Man, right? So we'll go into Black Widow first. What pisses me off about her dying. <laughs> Is that they already announced her solo movie. Right. So now either. So so there's no. It's not. We'll get into the way they could do it. But you know it's a prequel now. And Pretty I hate much prequels. confirms it. Yeah. Because you know there's no resolve. There's no end. Two of my prequel. least favorite MCU movies were the first Captain America mm-hmm. and Captain Marvel. And they're both prequels. Right. Because you know. To steal this phrase. You know the end game. You know that there's no. There's no real consequence in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because you know these characters have to get to a certain point. So it's just like you're wasting your time. And that's, you know what? And that's what I felt like, and you can maybe disagree with me. Did you see Captain Marvel? Yes. You did end up mm-hmm. watching it. I felt like it was a big waste of time because especially with her role in Endgame, you had to sit through a two-hour Captain Marvel movie for her to be in the movie for what, eight minutes? Yeah, I was surprised with how they handled her, but really, I, I don't know if you could have used her any other way just because of how friggin' strong they made her. Yeah. And they then, made her like the and end then all she deal. did say, and then the eight minutes that she was in the movie, she managed to save the world twice. Oh, yeah. Where she, she brought back uh, Iron Man the right. first time and then... Uh, Which I thought was kind of a cop-out when, when I saw him being saved. I thought it was going to be him doing like a full circle because, you know, in Iron, the first Iron Man, the best part is that is that he's stuck in the middle of no, nowhere in, in some cave desert, yeah. and he friggin makes his way out of it himself. And then in this one, he's sort of bailed out, which I mean, I get it. The, the way they set it up, it didn't seem like he had any other option but to be saved like that. But I thought it would have been a cool full circle moment if he somehow did it all himself, like the first Iron Man. Yeah, which <clears throat> I did like, even though to it in this is what's wrong with uh, social media is that people are scumbags and they don't give. And even now, like today, I guess today, even though I think I've read something from a legit website that the official spoiler ban on Endgame is lifted on Monday. Oh, yeah, that's the limit. But I guess people decided that it was actually lifted today because on social media, like full scenes of the movie are out there on Twitter today. And it's not crazy. I've never seen a movie try to be spoiled as much as uh, Endgame. It's because people are people are scummy like that. Like they just can't it's let so weird people just, you know, they just can't let things. Did you really need to go out there and tweet about the movie ten minutes after you saw it? No, I mean I made a tweet about it, but I didn't give anything no, away. Yeah, you, I mean you could say it if you know you liked it or or whatever, but don't friggin' tell me something that happens. So I Saturday morning before I went to go see the movie, I went on Twitter and I was just scrolling Which through. Was stupid on it your was. End. You made it. You made it to that day, and you 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 ruined it. I did, but I was uh, to be fair, I was looking for some some news on the Yankees. All right. Okay. 
I should have muted, you know, certain words, but I don't get that involved in things. But and then somebody tweeted five spoilers for Infinity War. Four of them happened to be correct. One of them I knew was bullshit. One of them was that Spider-Man stays dead, which you knew wasn't true. But he was the one you knew was coming back. But the other four happen to be true. Iron Man dies. Black Widow dies. Uh, Thor joins the Guardians of the Galaxy. And I forget what the fourth one was now. But they were four of the five were, were correct. And I was pissed. I was so mad. Because I knew either Captain America or Iron Man were dying in this mm-hmm. movie. You knew, that, you knew that both Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans said that they were done playing their characters. And you knew that one of them had to die. That one of them was going to get a happy send-off and one of them was going to die. So when I saw it was Iron Man, I was fuck, I was pissed. Which they were kind of setting up for Iron Man to get the happy send off. It seemed, well, you know, him having a family now and stuff. This whole universe was built on Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. It was 100%. The, it was the first movie to come out, and if that movie had bombed, we would we probably would have never even made it this far. I, you know, you could say, oh, but they twenty two movies, all these characters, that set the tone for the whole thing, and still. After 22 movies, and I'll ask you this later, it's still in my top five of Marvel MCU movies. Endgame. No, uh, the first oh, Iron the Man. Oh, the first Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I... I that, that's one of my fringe candidates, the first Iron Man. I don't know if I have it in my top five. So, the first one we'll handle is uh, Black Widow dying, which I said, it pisses me off. Not that she died... But that now that it ruins her solo movie because either one or two things is going to happen. We're going to find out how she comes from being this Russian assassin to joining the Avengers, which could be cool, but... Which I think that's what they're going to do. But still, like, you know, it's... There's no... There's no... Uh, there's no consequence in that. And you also, you know how, what, how she turns out. Yeah. You know she might go from this crazy Russian super spy, somewhat vigilante villain... Into an Avenger. Like, you know that's what her her end result is. Or, because after they kill Thanos, there's a five-year jump in between the, mm-hmm. the next set of events in the movie. And she seems to be the only one left at the compound. And, sh- and she's doing some shit, too. They're doing stuff. Yeah, she's up to something. That could be, that, that could be cool. It could be, but again, you know, it's a prequel. So. You still know she's going to die at the yeah. end of that story. Which I don't know. I didn't. Maybe it's because the kid I was that was sitting next to me started chuckling during that scene because they kept saving one another back yes. and forth. And like right when I heard him start laughing, I'm like, all right, maybe this is kind of funny because they do like one trips, then the other one gets you know repelled back up, and then you finally think it's Hawkeye, and then bam, Scarlett Johansson comes down and ties him to a rock, and she holds on and then let's go i thought it was a good scene that could have been great if it didn't went on if it didn't go on as long as it yeah did. i think it had one save too many that makes i think sense. they each should have had a save yeah i'm fine it, with both getting a save in and then the cliff scene but didn't they save each other like nine times yeah it was at least four or five saves. it was too much it was one or two too many so she was the first one to get it which yeah that was a shocker that was a surprising one, you would have, the way it was set up was that cat, that was where Captain America was going to die, retrieving the soul stone. But then you would have had to have an interaction with him and the Red Skull, which a lot of people said that would have been a great after credit scene, him returning the soul stone Could and just been. talking yeah. the, the yeah. Red Skull. Could have been. Because he has to interact with them there. And then, uh, obviously the big one where 
even though I knew it was coming, it still hit me in the gut. Because he's just the fucking man. He dude. is. There's no doubt about it. Robert Best Downey. casting ever. Um, you could have found 10 better actors than Robert Downey Jr., but none of them would have been better at playing Iron Man. Absolutely not. And, and as I said earlier, he built this whole, his portrayal of Tony Stark built this whole universe. It's not even a question, really. Because, I mean, they, uh, no, never mind. He, he, he set it all up, you know? I mean, even, uh, no, no. Because I didn't really like Iron Man 2 or, or Iron Man 3. Iron Man 2 was okay. No, I liked Iron Man 2. As I'm, what was the one with uh, the wrestler? <laughs> Was that the third one? No, no, that was the second one. The wrestler? Uh, Mickey Rourke. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the third one was with, what's his name? Ben Kingsley was... The, uh, Iron Man 2 was okay. It kind of it introduced uh, Scarlett Johansson into the MCU. Right, 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 right. It was okay. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was just kind of like there. It was okay as a second movie in a trilogy. I thought Iron Man 3 was really good because a lot of the times these movies don't deal with things that happened in the past and this was the first i don't know if it was the first movie to come out after the original avengers or just the first iron man movie to come out his first time in a movie after the original but it showed how that scenario that whole battle in new york screwed him up mm-hmm. and i really liked that and i thought justin hammer and the uh if you get a chance, there's a motion comic out there called Iron Man Extremis or Extremis. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. I don't really like watching motion comics because, you know, it's just basically like a comic that you're watching, right? It's got like the, the bubble with yes. the words and stuff yeah, in there? Of, it might not, but it's just... Extremis? Yeah. I would recommend watching it because that's where they okay. got the majority of the storyline for Iron Man 3 from. What's his name? Gondola? What the hell is that guy's name? Uh... What? Medusa? No, the uh, the mandolin. Mandolin. I thought it was really, really good up until the point that they made the the Mandarin who Mandarin. And I don't watch. I don't. I don't read. I'll be honest with you. I don't really read the comics. I just. I like watching the movies. Apparently, the Mandarin is like his biggest nemesis in in the comics, and they made him out to be a joke. It would be yeah, like if an the, actor. It would be like if the Joker was like a Burger King French fry cook right. or something. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I would say Iron Man three was good up until they did the big reveal that it was just a that the Mandarin was just a joke, but it had it was pretty good. But right, that scene as much as it sucked because it didn't suck because it was a bad scene. It sucked because he died. It was the best part of the movie. Yeah, I think overall that that was the best part. They handled it perfectly, in my opinion. If you're gonna kill him. That you he went out as the hero. They from from that point on in that that movie, which is why overall it it was just a great experience for me. They friggin' from him dying on that movie was amazing. The funeral scene for him, yeah, that was really good. Uh, they did that slow pan throughout the yeah. entire universe, like the the grouping, and it was all one shot. I wonder if they really did that in one shot or if it was probably CGI And you got to give them shit. credit, man, because the way they pay attention to detail and shit, although the time travel thing may not have just, it just seems like that that's something they came up with after mm-hmm. they did Infinity War, totally. not like a long-term planning thing. But 
the fact that they went back and they put a character in there that was supposed to sim I don't know if it was the same kid or not but it that was. they put, it was the same I'm kid I'm pretty sure it was wow. yeah that they brought that kid back that the kid that he fixes the Iron Man suit with an Iron Man 3 um, and they literally brought back if you, I think Anthony Hopkins was the only character that had a decent sized role in uh the all one. these movies that didn't show back up in uh yeah, even, even fucking Robert Redford was there. What was I he don't in? know if he was in Captain America. Oh yeah, yeah. Just I I thought uh, I think the best part of the movie was once all the superheroes come back and then they do that long line of every single superhero from the entire movie and then it lands on Captain America and he does the Avengers assemble line. Yeah, because that was pretty sick, dude. A couple that, that brought it all together. You're watching couple, like this is the moment. Yeah, because a couple of times in other movies you don't hear the whole phrase i think it was at the end of civil war where yeah, he goes I avengers and then it just fades cuts to black. off or something yeah. so that was pretty cool uh but back to the death scene when he does the snap and he says i am iron man oh. uh that was it that was it right there yeah because what does thanos say right before i'm inevitable i am inevitable yeah he goes to snap the stones are gone yeah i am iron man yeah, and that was that was how he ended the first movie, right? When he was like, "Screw this, I am Iron Man," which was fucking awesome. Then, yeah. Uh, but then when the light goes off in his thing, that that was just like, wow. He he really he was fucking awesome in that movie from the beginning on. Because even when he comes back from the spaceship, he did he played that part great, like how he's. He was like, did skinny. you like in the funeral? Yeah, I mean, I he looked like shit in those first few scenes. I I don't mean to make light of cancer. I know how serious it is. I really do. But uh-huh. I said to my cousin, I go, did he get cancer for this role? He looked very sick because it, like it wasn't Christian Bale bad where like mm-hmm. he's yeah. Christian Bale would like literally like weigh 90 pounds for yeah, a role. He but, lost a shit ton of weight for some movies. Um, did you like that? I. I like that his last words were "I am Iron Man." Did you like that he he did kind of come back and have that video that he showed to everybody? Yeah, that was incredible. You did like that? Yeah, you didn't like it. I did, but then it did take away a little bit of the lasting impact of him saying "I am Iron Man." I I mean I could see it taking away from it, but I also kind of I kind also kind of liked it because that's something that Tony Stark would do. He would use that kind of technology to get one last message in. Yeah, true. But I don't know. I didn't really think of it that way. I just liked it because it was just, you know, one final time seeing uh, Tony Stark. And even the line that uh, John Favreau, what's his character's name? Happy. He, he even tells the kid, you, you could have as many hamburgers yeah, as you yeah. want. That was another callback line to something yep. Tony said, I think, in the first Iron Man. I don't know. No, it was uh, because um, when he comes back from, uh, it was supposed to be Afghanistan. Yes, I think it was. Yeah, he wanted to go to the hospital. They wanted to take him to the hospital, and he wanted cheeseburgers yeah. instead. Right. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, you got to give him credit for some attention to detail with small little stuff like that. Which, you know, to fans that have seen all twenty-two movies, we're gonna we're gonna pick up on stuff like that, and um, we're gonna appreciate. Um, what was I gonna say? I lost my. Tra- I don't know, my tra- man. I lost my train of thought here for a second because. Chris just texted us, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, you are changing your 
your uh, your rating of the movie? Are you still sticking with a nine? I'm going to bump it to an eight overall. Okay. Because I'll go initial reaction nine, thinking about the whole time travel thing, and I'm still not even sold on, on it, but I would make it a seven after thinking of that. And then just the fact that they were able to bring 22 movies together and, and pace not even be an issue. Think about that, dude. The last two movies, pace could have ruined this movie where it's just too much going on, not enough time. Or too much time and not enough going on. They handled a three-hour movie like like uh, Endgame was perfectly. So when you think about it that way, this huge—it's an event. It's more than just this movie. And you think of it of a of a culmination of you know characters. what? That's a great way to put it. It wasn't in a movie as much as it was in an event. It was an event. This was an event. This was a friggin' twenty-two years in the making, dude. Well, uh, twenty-two or twenty-two mo- movies, movies in the yeah, making, yeah. not not years. You know what I meant. So when I think of it that way, I I can't give it anything lower than an eight out of ten because it's just like I mean think of what they were able to pull off, dude. There's, I mean they had they had like sixty four main characters in these last <laughs> yeah, two movies. It was insane. Just a crazy amount of characters that they had to like. I I just I never had a moment where I'm watching like all right you you gotta you gotta move on from this scene or where was that why wasn't that no, talked about and more? that's what and that's where I'll give the movie its most credit. Three hours and I was never bored. Not once. Flew by. Um, so I'll say this. I need to see it again. Totally. Because sometimes, and I'm, I've been guilty of this in the past, where I have such great expectations on something that I'm the first time I see it, I'm going in with all those expectations. And it just, it might be impossible for the movie to live up to those expectations. I'll admit... I w- I'm a Batman is my favorite comic book character of all time. Same here, I'd say. Okay, and after seeing Batman Begins, I was and and the Joker being my favorite villain, I was. Oh, that reveal at the end of Batman Begins is pretty awesome. I was so hyped up for the Dark Knight, and I didn't really like it the first time I saw yeah, it. You told me that, and then I was like, you know what? I got to take a step back. I got to give it a week, and then when I saw it the second time, I was like, there it is. You and yeah, you really it appreciated is. it. Yeah. So I have to see it again. Some of the problems with the time travel probably will still be there, but I think the the impact of what that movie was will will hit me because you're you're anticipating certain things to happen, mm-hmm. and now that you know that they're going to happen, then you can appreciate everything else that's happening around it. So I think that I do need to see it again. Uh, I don't know if I can. I really want to go see it Saturday, but I don't know if I, if I have time to do it. Yeah, I think that this is definitely the kind of movie you gotta go. You gotta go see it tw- at least twice. I saw Infinity War twice in theaters, and this was back at a time when I was working four a.m. to twelve p.m. Mm-hmm. And I made my mind up that I was. My wife was like, "Go home and take a nap, and then go see the movie." And I was like, "No, I need to go see this movie immediately after I get out of work." And I fell asleep through half of it. Oh, oh, that's why you fell asleep. Yeah, and I was pissed. Because I wake, I'm I'm waking up, and then like half the Avengers are dead. Yeah, you woke up to that, Jesus. Yeah, okay. Oh man, nothing's better than that movie, man. All right. So, do you anything else on Endgame that you want to touch on that you think that we should discuss? Um. Hmm. Because outside of 
Thor was pretty awesome in this movie. I like Captain America when he does the Hail Hydra line in the yeah, elevator. Yeah, yeah. I thought that showed a lot of growth that he, instead of fighting out of that situation, he used his, his you know, his intelligence at that point and, and didn't use his fist. He just used the clever uh, deception. Well, that was the, another thing, right? Didn't they make it a point to say that you can't interact with your past self? Another, and then he fights himself. I know. That's another thing that bothered me, too, because they said we have to make sure we don't change anything. But then you go ahead and, you know... You, you change that. The but did they set that all up to for the whole clever that's America's ass bit? Is that, uh, did they did do, do that just to set that whole thing up? I do have America. That probably was all for that line. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know, man. I wish I could. See, that's what else I wanted to say, though. I hope the next Doctor Strange kind of gets into because the they didn't. Yeah, because they did not explain. That's not that the, okay, the time travel is one thing, but where were they? Where were these... Yeah, like where the, the fallen people. I know. Well, Spider-Man kind of has a line where he's like, he's like, Doctor Strange said it's been five years. It's only felt like five hours or something like he says something like that. Like, I need to know, like, you know, it's been five I years. I would that- love it if the next Doctor Strange is just all about this. Not, I don't know, just all about time travel and like that that aspect of, of they, this story. One of these next upcoming movies needs to really break down what happened to the Avengers that... Or just any these people that died. Uh, did the whole rat like queuing up the whole thing bother you, or did you see that and then you're like, oh well, Strange did say there's 14 million possibilities, so maybe this was in his 14. Million uh, it was kind of that kind of pissed me off. It was kind of simplistic that a rat brought back in. I hate that kind of stuff in movies. Those like simplistic tribes that like that that it, just they do it to move the story along, yeah. but it's really like, how did that even happen? It did, uh, there's so much other stuff happening in this movie. And and Ant-Man coming back was a big part of the movie. Yeah, but like that was such a minor thing that Another it, thing I could too, see why you were upset by it, but it didn't really bother me. I think me. they had Robert De- uh, Tony Stark figure out time travel way too easy. Like he kind of just like, boom, figured it out. Oh, you remember in, you know? in the first uh, Avengers movie when Captain America says to him, pseudo armor, take that away. What are you? And he goes, genius, playboy, philanthropist. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I just like, wow, he really figured out time travel. and. Like I thought it might have maybe would have been cool if there was he finds out about time travel being a possibility, then a time jump, and then he figures it out. Here's another thing that bothered me about the movie: that now Banner and the Hulk are just one person. Oh, I thought he was the like no, best the part. character itself when they Which, played it was that's fine. In the comics that does happen, but that was a big part of Infinity War that the Hulk got his ass kicked by Thanos. And he didn't he address didn't, that well enough. He didn't want to come out. No. Because he would, for the first time, the Hulk was scared. Right. And then all of a sudden now. Yeah, they didn't handle that well. No, they didn't. But no, it was okay though. Yeah, there's an. It, yeah, there's a bug. For me. anybody that saw episode 115 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast, we had to kill two bugs. And now there's a third one here. And Chris is back. Chris is actually up here to produce the end of the show here. And, uh,. Careful, bro. That could be Ant Man. <laughs> Dick. Watching the pod. Um Yeah, so there was a couple things that they were big they were kind of big points that they kind of just like yeah. let go of. But yeah, it those was those are the kind of thing that just happens in those kind of movies, you know? Yeah, but like the Hulk getting like yeah, but that was a big part of Infinity War to me, why the Hulk didn't want to come out. Oh, that was yeah, that's one of the biggest parts of the whole movie. All right, so we're gonna so Pretty straight on covering the movie, you would say? Yeah, I think we, we covered it All right, so let's nicely. wrap this up here. Top five MCU movies. I'll give you my top five, 
because you said you had an, an issue with uh, the bottom with the bot with with the bottom of yours. And this is the last thing I'll say on Endgame. Okay. I think that what was your overall rating? I'm just gonna stay with a seven right now. Okay, I, until I okay. see it again. I will say this: above everything else, this movie was what it was intended to be, and I think. For that, it deserves a passing grade. It was intended to be the final chapter of this portion of the MCU and the final portion, the final chapters of Iron Man and Captain America, and it succeeded in being in being those things. So I will say that a bit of failing grade. Because being I mean, look, it made three hundred fifty-seven million opening. The next biggest was Infinity War at two fifty-seven. So it made a hundred million more than any other movie ever. Yeah, it was, it was insane. That's insane. Crazy. Um, my, my top five before, uh, Endgame, Endgame came out was Thor Ragnarok. I love that movie. I really too, did. Man. I thought it was a good, it was almost like a, a, a even, it was almost like a good buddy cop movie with Hulk and, uh, with Thor. It, it was just something unlike any other movie they made in, in and it did universe. and it didn't. In a good good way. Whereas sometimes I felt Guardians of the Galaxy, especially the second one, were too funny. Yes. This one was funny and then got serious. So it did pick mm-hmm. up, especially towards the end when they destroyed agree. Asgard. Um, number four was Infinity War. Wait, so hold on. You have Thor as five? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping that I still have the order correct. Uh, Infinity War was four. Um... Iron Man, the first one, was three. Civil War was two. Civil War is a, a phenomenal movie. And that's... They really should have named it Avengers 2.5, because that's what it was. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and it introduced a lot of new characters into the MCU, Black Panther and Spider-Man and... Uh, What's your one? The first Avengers? Uh, still the first Avengers, because that movie needed... It, it was the it was ahead of, not that it was ahead of its time but it was the first of its kind and it met every expectation that I had for it that's fair now wow. would I put Endgame in the top five I need to see it again before I bump Ragnarok I really do I'm I would I I'm sitting in that I'm sitting right now in that six range for it. And I'm not going to go through 22 movies, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not just not going to do it. No. I'm sitting in that six range there, and maybe maybe a little lower, around seven. I need to see it again. And maybe it bumps Ragnarok. But right now, I'm sticking with that as my top five. I think mine would be number five. Let's see if I can write this out here. Five would be Avengers for me, the original. Okay. Four would be... No, wait. No, I think five might be Doctor Strange, dude. I love Doctor Strange. We All right, so let's let's you, put Doctor Strange at, at five, Avengers at four. You and I couldn't be more opposed yeah, uh, on different ends of the spectrum with Doctor Strange because that's probably my bottom I know, five. I know. No, number five for me is Endgame. Okay. Number four is the first Avengers. Okay. Number three is Civil War. Okay. Number two is Thor Ragnarok. I friggin' love that movie, dude. Okay. And number one, Infinity Wars. <laughs> Okay, that's a good list. It's a good list. It's a good list. Because I'm just thinking, like, in terms of, like, I think of these more more than just movies, like, experiences. Like, Infinity War was nuts. 
And Thor was just such a different like curveball type of movie that yeah. you didn't see it. And I love the guy who directed it, who was the voice of Korg, which I'm so happy he was back. Yes, I'm so glad that, that was he was great. back. That he was, was a such cool a scene. He was such a great character in Ragnarok. Yeah, that This is Doug. Yeah. Which actually all the directors, all everyone that directed a solo film, a solo Iron Man, a solo Captain America, and a solo Thor were all in uh, Endgame. Well, didn't John Favreau direct all three uh, Iron Man movies? Yeah, or at least yeah. the first two. I, no, I think he did the third one too. I don't know. But then Russo did Captain America, and I think he was in that uh, scene with Chris Ev- with uh, Captain America at City Field when they're doing the group meeting. Oh yeah, yeah. That I think was, that I was think Russo, that was him, yeah. and then Taiki Watiti. He plays Korg. So that was pretty cool. That was the guy that did Ragnarok, right? Yeah. Hey man. Okay. I love Korg. Korg is Dude, such an Korg's underrated character game. in the MCU. I'm so that's glad that, that he did come back for uh, Endgame. Yeah, that's my list. Okay. So I have I have Endgame up there in my top five. I would really have to sit down there and maybe one day I'll do it. I'll sit down there and list out all 22 movies. But for right now, I gotta I gotta see Endgame again before it cracks my top yeah, five. That's fair. Um. Yeah, so thank you for listening. I think that's it, right? We're, we're pretty much I think done we here. covered it nicely. Good to get out. Good to get it out. Um, yeah, so if, uh, you know, if you want to, you know what? Here's what we'll do, right? If you stuck with us here through this uh, Endgame pod, leave the show a rating and review and leave a, and in the rating and review, leave us your thoughts of what uh, you thought Endgame was. You loved it. You hated it. Because everyone know. saw it except for Chris, you know? The other guy that hosts the other show we do. This guy still doesn't even seem Batman from Michael Keaton. Yeah, really. Your brother lives under a rock. Yeah, I'm not really. A if big it's fan not Jeopardy, he doesn't watch it. It's okay. Honestly, yeah, it's either Jeopardy or Yankees. I'm a real Yankee fan because I only have time to watch Yankee games. I don't have the energy and the interest in watching kids' movies, right? That's your brother. And to that, we say, okay. Peace! All right, so uh, thank you. For this I don't even know. This is episode whatever it is of uh, Hitting Hard. I think you said 14 or something? I don't know. Whatever it is. Whenever uh, whenever the wind blows in this direction, I'll come back and do another one. I'll tr- Yeah, maybe I we w- could get a whole uh, movie uh, review p- podcast going on here. Well, we were both... We were hey, talk- were you pissed off that your boy wasn't in this one? Who? A lot of people were upset that Sylvester Stallone didn't make a cameo in, yeah, at the end there. Not, I, why, am I, why am I not in Avengers anymore? I didn't even think about it because his character was just kind of like okay in the Guardians of the Galaxy. People said that he should have been there. What are they called? What is this group called? Uh, they're, uh, I don't the, know. Dude. The scavengers? Yeah, or scavengers. Like or something like that. Um... Oh, it was on the tip of my tongue right here. Oh, I forgot now. It's going to bother me. Come to me when we're done recording. Oh, that's it. I, I, I can't verify because I don't remember where I saw it, but apparently Chris Hemsworth has agreed to do more MCU movies. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because, He's got, they got to make an Guardians of the Galaxy now. Yeah, because you can't, you can't send him off with the Guardians of the Galaxy and then him not be in one of those movies. And it totally seems like the next plot is going to be about Gamora. Because remember, did you notice that at the end, it's like a searching and it's her face that uh, Star-Lord's looking yeah. at? So I think they were setting up that to be But she can't. Plot. She's supposed to be dead, dead. Right, but it's t- 2014. Yeah, but she should have been killed in the snap that Tony Stark did. 
because he killed all of the enemies. And that's the last thing I wanted to ask you. When you do the snap, right? Is it just whatever you're thinking about at yeah, the time? Yeah, I think so. Because Thanos wanted to wipe out half of life's snap dead. Right. And then he wanted to destroy the, the stone snap done. And then Tony Stark apparently just wanted to kill all of Thanos' friends right. snap done. I don't know, man. I agree, though. I don't know. But that's make it like, up as so if you want it like if you want it quarter like, pounder cheese. Yeah, quarter pounder with cheese. It's right there. I wouldn't destroy the stones then. I would have <laughs> just had whatever I wanted yeah. right in front of me. Well, that apparently would. it hurts when you use it. Yes, and because humans can't. Because, you know, obviously Thanos can survive the snap, mm-hmm. but you know, Tony couldn't. So, okay. So this is, I just looked it up. This is episode 13 of Hitting Hard. We want to thank you for listening uh, to our Endgame review uh, podcast. I want to thank Stack Guy Rye for joining me. Thanks for having me, dude. Um, yeah. So I want to do more like these in the future if I can't get around to, you know, streaming live, which, you know, I want to do some Yankee centric stuff on my show. But like, you know, like we've said before, you know, which you know we're doing we're going to try to do two yankee pods a week you know how many times can you say the same thing or how many different ways what's can you next, say th- what's the next big movie even coming out like i feel well, like this uh, is far it. from home is coming out this uh this summer okay i'm yeah, not even that interested i mean no, I'll like, watch- i don't know i'm i'm still obviously very interested in all these movies but this one like just really took it all out of me I yeah think. i mean it, I understand why the new Spider-Man movie's coming out, but if I'm if I'm Marvel, I would um, I would have maybe taken the summer off. I agree, and let fans just like Sit take a it. deep breath yeah. here because this 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 one big, this one got you right here. Yeah, this one got you. All right, so thank you for listening to episode 13 of Hitting Hard, and uh, you know, like I said, when I'm back, I'm back, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe Stack Guy Rye will join me for some. Uh, for some more movie pods. Hell yeah. We did we did briefly touch on The Mule earlier, which was yeah. such a boring movie. It was like, Ugh. hey, I'm a botanist, and then, hey, now I'm a 90-year-old drug mule, and now, like, hey. The story could have been good, too, because like that's apparently going on right now. And now, hey, using Brad- old people. Bradley Cooper caught me. Yeah. And then it's like, no, nah, I'll just go to jail and play with my plants here, and that's that was the two hours of my life on Monday night. Yeah, very, I, very disappointed. I don't know why I was expecting mule. more of a Gran Torino type movie. Gran Torino is so good. Oh, so good. Such so a good movie. Okay. Let's, let's wrap this up here. We can go on for hours about movies. Thank you for listening. I said that 13 different times. This was episode 13. And, you know, um, Stack Guy Rye? I don't know. What do I say on your show? Same thing. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. Um, and uh, as I always say when I wrap this up, one day I'll have a signature goodbye for this show, but today is not that day. <laughs> See you in the next episode. Uh-